this week on Erotic Awakening, Mirror of Your Dom, You're Not a Real Sub, and Tentacle Foot's Pajamas. BDSM and non-standard relationships. Power exchange and polyamory. Sacred sexuality and fetishes. As, as well, well as, as simply, simply fun, fun kink. kink. You'll find shows on these topics and more at Erotic Awakening Podcast Network. Dot com. You can now purchase books by Dan and Dawn as well as Kickstarter cards online. Head over to eroticawakening.com and click on the link to buy Dan and Dawn. Welcome to Erotic Awakening, an exploration of all things erotic. If you're offended by adult topics or it makes you sneeze, <laughs> we recommend you stop listening right now. Hi, Dan. Hi, Dawn. How are you this fine Sunday evening? You know, I'm, I'm a little tired little tired. All the work on the space. We did a 5K yesterday. So had an interview with a college student today about polyamory yep, and yep, yep. just been busy, busy, busy. It's been that kind of a weekend and back to work tomorrow. Oh, yay. <laughs> yay. I'm <laughs> not looking forward to it. I'd almost rather go grind floors at the space <laughs> to get it ready. Well, that's what they'll be doing tomorrow. We do have our uh, first event coming up at the space uh, we have a, a Sangha, which is a little Buddhist gathering, but their first actual event event will be uh, how to be a presenter in five not-so-easy steps, something you and I are teaching. Mm-hmm. Let people know how to become presenters in our community. And we've also got Barak and Sheba joining in with us. Mm-hmm. So, um, But yeah, it's about how to find your style as a presenter and kind of like how to write your bio, what how to let your anyway? class description. It's like in two weeks. Oh, golly. Yes. Yeah, so December. Uh, what is it? December 19th, I believe it is. I think that you are right. And you could head over to thecolumbusspace.com and look under the events tab and see for yourself mm-hmm. as well as how to sign up for it. You also get a chance to do a little uh, uh, sample presentation to get critiqued on. Absolutely. I've had some people asking me about that recently, like how much time do they get and things like that. So that'll be interesting. Our topic of the day will be about um, do you think that S-types poor behavior reflects badly on their D-types and related things? Uh, but before we get into that, we do have a question of the day, and uh, we that do. is about it. Not a whole lot else We do, on. but we got something else, and I'm going to beat you to it. Ha, 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 I get to beat you to it. Our wedding anniversary is in two days. It is indeed. Is that uh, seven, eight? I forget. Uh, Fourteen, sir. Fourteen. What are we doing? For, you had mentioned a... Uh, uh, maybe fifteenth anniversary. Maybe doing some kind of a cruise or something. Yeah, some sort of um, maybe not a cruise, but a, like a fly to Jamaica or something, and stay at a stay at a resort. Everything Absolutely. paid for. But for so. the fourteenth anniversary, we're going to simply uh, have a nice dinner and then go to the space. Space and get some more work to ready it up for Thursday. So um, yeah, that's kind of what we do. But our collaring anniversary is in. Uh, three and a half months, and that'll be number 15. Yeah, so, yeah. But we'll be traveling a lot that month, so we'll try to figure out something to do. And we'll probably talk a little bit about after 15 years if your poor behavior reflects badly on me. Mm. <laughs> Before we get there, though, I do. Uh, we have a uh, question of the day, which I think we're going to be able to get through pretty quickly, but we, we say that all the time. We do, we do, and then it turns into this huge topic. Would you like me to read it? Uh, feel free. Okay, so someone asked us, some people in the kink community love to tell others they're not really submissive, dominant, whatever. I was recently told by a stranger on the internet 
because I wouldn't do everything they wanted, that I wasn't a real submissive. Now, this is what she said. It broke my heart into a million billion pieces, and I had to find a fainting couch and get my smelling salts. <laughs> so what the fuck up was with that? Why do people who are constantly being judged for being kinky so obsessed with telling others how to be kinky? Well, you know, I used to think that it was kind of a um, related to the kink scene, and I think sometimes it is true that it's related to... Um, Wannabe dominance, um, trying to tell new people that, well, if you were a real submissive, then you wouldn't require, um, then you would just come over to my house whenever I tell you to, regardless of the fact that you don't know me, or you'll, you would meet me in a old hotel room and ignore the, uh, the fact that I haven't revealed any information about myself. Uh, a real slave would send me pictures of his cock right away without... Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. I think it's more, I, honestly, I just think it's more of an internet thing. I think that if you get on any kind of a uh, message board and you say you don't whatever, somebody will say you're not a real whatever, be it uh, you're not a real Christian because you're not supporting Trump or you're not a real Christian because you are supporting Trump <laughs> um, or whatever it is. You know, I think that it's just part and parcel for the internet. Uh, I don't know that there's more of it in the kink world than any other world, just judgmental assholes, that the only solution is to get out off the Internet and actually show up in real life. Yep, I totally agree with that. And, you know, actually one of the things that I teach when I do my um, clergy training and I teach other people how to be clergy, one of the topics that I cover, one of the courses that they have to take is called group dynamics. And I actually learned about this stuff from Michelle Belanger. Mm-hmm. Um, and group dynamics pretty much is anytime you get a group of people together, you are going to have the asshole, the, <laughs> the, the perfectionist, the, you know, you've got, you've got all these different dynamics of people just because we have the same interest doesn't get rid of the fact that some people are ego driven, some people are shy, some people are introverts, you're still going to have that whole mix. And like you said, because of the internet, it kind of makes it a little bit easier to be judgmental when you're behind a screen. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of it has to do with ego. Like you said, you know, you've got a, I'm not even going to say just a newbie dom. It's, it's doms and subs and non-dom and subs, you know, kinky people. And, you know, it's, it's a lot of people, some of them, they don't have themselves straight and they don't have themselves figured out. So if they don't have themselves figured out, how can other people have themselves figured out? Or it's that whole right, wrong thing. If I'm right, you're wrong. So it's just that whole combination so it's why do people do it? Because people are people, <laughs> you know, because it really, like you said, it's any it's any group. It, it could be your church. It could be your drumming group. It could be your blah, blah, blah. You know, if I drum right, you drum wrong. And if you drum right, then uh, I'm doing it wrong and I can't be doing it wrong. So that's just the way it feels. Well, there you go. If you think that you have a better solution or a question of the day you'd like to share with us, you can get a hold of us by writing Dan and Dawn at eroticawakening.com. Or through FetLife, our group is Erotic Awakening, two words, and then look for us as the owners, and you'll be able to um, uh, FET mail us personally. Other ways to contact us as, where, as well as where we will be presenting. 
Past podcast episodes, link to the newsletter, and other stuff can be found at eroticawakening.com. So we have a lot of stuff on there, actually. We do indeed. And you know, people are sending me um, suggestions for Christmas. Suggestions for Christmas? Yeah. Ruby Tuesday, so up from Toronto, Mm -hmm. sent me a link to tentacle footy pajamas. Is that something you want for Christmas? <laughs> it might be. I was thinking of sending you the link because she sent it to me personally. You I know what? I would trip over the little tentacles, though. No, no, no. It's it's pictures of oh, tentacles all over like it. No, toes. no. And actually, it's like blue pajamas with purple purple octopuses all over it. Yeah. So that would be kind of neat. I think I, I think I copied you on my reply to her. So you might have the link. If not, I've got it. Okay. <laughs> so, and then Bungie wrote us out of the blue. He was on um, doing a little, uh, 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 taking us a little bit of time off from his work, and he was in London, of all places, and watched um, James Bond while he was there. The new Spectre movie. Yes. And, I, and him and a couple of people have written me saying that I should watch it, that it's not a great movie, but I should at least watch the intro. So now I'm curious. I haven't even looked it up to now, see what it's about. Now, normally intro part is where it ends up with him sh- the, the barrel of the gun and him shooting. Yeah, right? yeah. So I'm kind of curious. I may have to look it up on YouTube or something. Someone's got to have it somewhere where I don't have to go sit through the whole movie. Yes. <laughs> so thank you, Bungie. So always thinking of me. So... Well, I did. I was poking around the internet the other day, and, and I, I wasn't really poking around the internet. Somebody actually sent me this link. Uh, I see that our book, Living MS, has been reviewed on thepagist.com. That's nice. T-H-E-P-A-G-E-I-S-T dot com. I hope she had something good to say. She did indeed. Uh, oh. Although she doesn't have a, like the other review, a cock rating. Where we got four and a half hard-ons. She was complimentary towards the book, and we appreciate that. Awesome, awesome. Speaking of which, we've been trying to get a book review podcast going, and we've had a few uh, attempts at that, and it just is not happening. You Uh, know what, though? hmm. The space is getting ready to start a kinky book club. Mm -hmm. Maybe we can get them to talk about reviews during one of their meetings. That would be nice. But it would be nice to have a host of... The podcast. Well, we do get a fair number. I would say at least once a week, somebody is writing us saying, "Can you review our book? Look at mm-hmm. our book. Read our book." And we just don't. One, we don't have time for it. Two, I don't really think that this is the podcast for book reviews. Very true. We've done a few here and there. No yep. doubt about that. Yep. But it's really not our thing. Um, so it'd be neat to have a book review on the Erotic Awakening Podcast Network, all on its own. You could hear Ruby Tuesday occasionally on the People of Kink podcast, mm-hmm. along with Crazy Hearts. And you could hear Lee Harrington talk with authors on his podcast, Passion and Soul, but as along with all the other podcasts on the network, uh, we don't actually have a podcast review. That would be book nice, because like you said, we've got a box full of books to be read and just don't have time to yep. read them. So yep. that would be great. And some PDFs. So I really like that idea. That's so what I, we need. I concur. So... That's what we need. I'm thinking now, like wheels are turning. I heard your belly growling. Yes. <laughs> I fed you too. So, oh my gosh. Well, did you have fun last night? I did indeed have fun last night. What did we do last night? We did two parties last oh, night. Oh, yeah. Yes, yes, yes. We went around. <laughs> so the Christmas party season, uh, we had two parties that we wanted to go to that were scheduled on the same night. So we did but that. We went to both parties. 
And it was uh, what me, you, and Karen at the first party, mm-hmm. and then me, you, Karen, and Big D at the second Indeed, party. Right. So, and um, it gets it get it gets kind of weird because people don't really like know what our relationship is, and it's a mixed environment. Mm-hmm. So when people ask us about the house, there's three of us answering the questions, and they're just not sure how to take that if they've just met us. Or at the second party, where I'm holding Big D's hand, but you're standing next to me, and I got my arm wrapped around your waist, and you know, you can tell we're all familiar, and then you go over and sit next to Karen, and you guys are holding hands, and it's kind of interesting. We don't put ourselves in that situation that much. At the first party, it was a little more of a vanilla crowd, Mm -hmm. and... A lot of uh, the host of the party had a lot of his work people there. Right, and his boss. So we were a little more circumvent than normal. Mm-hmm. And then at the second party, we just kind of said, screw it. We are who <laughs> we are, and people can deal with it or they don't. Mm-hmm. But it was fun. It's that time of year, holiday, holiday time of year. You know what else is important for the holiday? What's that? Erotic Awakening is sponsored in part by Adventures in Sexuality, Central Ohio's Kinky Fun Group. Find out more at adventuresinsexuality.org. Nice. So, they've been around for a long time. Indeedio. So, uh, our topic for today is, uh, to me, it's going to be a very quick and simple one. <laughs> uh, we had someone ask us to talk about the idea of, do does a... Oh, by the way, what happened to Z? What happened to Z? I keep asking you about Z. So we did this kink A to Z a little while ago. We're on Z still. Right. Z is Zenta. And we've got our Zenta suits to wear. And we're not going to wear them until the AIS is Winter Wickedness in February. I think that's too long. I want to try them on now. Z for that. We already have the the interview for it, too. So we just have to wear the suits in front of people. So So. we can actually talk about what it's like to wear them. Right, right. But anyway, today's topic is, do you think, Don, that a S's or a a lowercase type's poor behavior reflects badly on their D-type? And should an S-type be a credit to their D-type at all ways, at all times? Oh, this is actually a slightly hard question. Is it? Mm-hmm. Okay, so if I'm going to answer for me, is Dawn a reflection on her master, Dan? Absolutely. Should I be a reflection at all times? Absolutely. That is how I live my life. That is how I am the most empowered, the most peaceful. I mean, when I do things, many times it's, you know, what does Dan expect of me? How does he expect me to behave? And because you expect a good reflection, then that is my duty. That is my job, I guess. You know, that is the way I'm supposed to act. So for me, absolutely. The problem is different people have different types of MS. And there are some people out there that even though they're masters, they do not believe that their submissives have to be a good reflection on them. So you consider those people masters? I consider them different and they're allowed to call themselves what they call themselves. Okay. Do I consider them masters, though? That's very direct really question. Yes. That's a very direct question. Not always. Sometimes, then. Sometimes. I'm trying to think of examples. 
I'm well, having a hard time with it. We're very fortunate that overall we don't have a lot of examples of people that we hang out with on a regular, or that we know, mm-hmm. that are in situations where, well, I guess I could think of one or two where their submissives or slaves are jerks, um, and they consider themselves masters, and would we consider them, or would you consider them masters, would I consider them masters? You know, I kind of think of, I guess I would, but just not a very good one. Right. It's like, um, what are they mastering? Yeah. Where's the mastering coming into play if you can't master your slave's attitude? But some of them like their slaves to be bratty mm-hmm. or have a voice. I mean, I have a voice. Well, yeah, it's not have but a it's, voice. It's it's have um, an attitude, uh, you know, allowable to be snarky, that kind of thing. Yeah, see, and that's just not me. So I don't, I don't agree with it. I'm think, you know, to me, if a slave is snarky, then. You know what? Yeah, what are you mastering? But so, I don't know what people's goals are. So see, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this in the opposite direction. Okay. I am going to say yes that a submissive is a reflection of his or her master at all times. Okay. Period. Okay. All right. Now, I see where in, you're going with this, though. Okay. So if your slave is a snarky uh, bitch who is, uh, you know, um, or bastard, because it could be a guy. Sure. <laughs> Snarky bitch or bastard who's giving people, you know, like a newbie comes on there and says, hey, I'm trying to become a better master. And they respond by saying, uh, well, first you have to grow a pair of your newbie and come back in 10 years after you've read all the books or some shit like that. Mm-hmm. And doing it in, in a way that's intending to be insulting or intending to be snarky. Or putting down. Or putting down. Or their comment is when they start to see discourse uh, their comments, is, you know, they'll go out of their way to comment, oh, boy, let me get out my popcorn. This is going to be a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that those people are, are a reflection of their masters, and that just they're not masters that I would respect. I get that. Now, if you told me that you're in a, uh, if you don't call yourself master in that situation, then fine. I don't care. You know, Right. And, and I don't really care to, and, at all, to be honest. But it's the point where you are using the title master, which I consider to have a significant value to it, and you're belittling that title by not living up to it, by saying, or, or you are living up to it, by that's how you master. You master somebody by allowing them to be as mean and vindictive as they want to be, and that's your style of mastery. In which case, sure, you can call yourself a master, and I still won't respect you, mm-hmm. because I don't respect the person being mean and vindictive. Oh, see, I like that answer. And, you know, part of me is sitting here trying to be politically correct because we just had the question of the day (laughs) that said, love to tell others that they're not really submissive, dominant or whatever. So, you know, I'm trying to balance that with a, can I really say someone's not a master? I I don't know. Not the way I look as a master, Mm -hmm. which I hold up to a very high degree. And that's that's a great point. Um, I I hold masters to very high standards. I mean, I I've have people in my life that are amazing people and have done a great job being masters and have empowered their slaves to be better people that, you know, don't try to harm 
others. And I, that's the type of dynamic that I want, that I want to be involved in. And you're right, I won't respect one that allows their slave to be vindictive. So, Well, there yeah. you go. Uh, so I guess that's, that's, yes, they are a reflection, what that means. <laughs> but like you said, in reflection to our earlier comments, um, I don't go out of my way to tell people anything. Right. You know, I don't go out of my way to say, yep, you're a bad master, yep, you're a good master. I'm fine with not responding, to not commenting. Uh, it's until somebody says, Hey, Dan, would you be interested in mentoring me? Right. Then I'm going to make comments. Yeah, I can see that. That would make a lot of sense. So, huh, I like being a reflection of you. It just really helps me stay a little stable. Yeah. <laughs> so, anyway. And that is the show for the day. Simple as that. Short and sweet. Bye, Dawn. Bye, Dan. Bye, Dan.